You're listening to Tarazi Tuesdays with the Bible is Literature. Hi, this is Father Mark Bulos, and you are listening to Tarazi Tuesdays with the Bible as Literature podcast. In today's episode, Father Paul reiterates a basic premise of Scripture, that we are not to follow the example of our fathers, but of the teaching, noting the specific case of Jesus and Paul in the New Testament. I am delighted to introduce Father Paul on the Bible as Literature podcast, Tarazi Tuesdays. Okay, 46 is the journey of Jacob Israel. It's specifically Israel in this chapter. Decides to go down to Egypt and he is introduced as coming to Beersheba, which is the city of Isaac in chapter 26, and offers sacrifices to the God of his father Isaac. Notice how the Bible always makes the scriptural God the God of a family through the progeny and not of a place or building. And we heard the play on that between Bethel and El Bethel and so on and so forth. It's something, friends, you have to ease into. In other words, do me and your grandchildren a favor and just dump all your books of theology. I mean, anyway, and the more they cost, the sillier they are. Because the more they cost, the producers know that not everybody is going to understand them. And they plan to have libraries by them. And the people will go and take it on loan from a library. So you have these books that are worth nothing and are $170 and $280. So just download scripture in your language. Listen to it for three years, again and again and again. And then learn Hebrew to the best of your ability. It doesn't matter. It's better than nothing. And start looking at the original Hebrew and in the New Testament, the original Greek, and see where you get there. Get the feel of the text, not feelings, just the feel of the text. You have to follow it. You don't make the text follow you. So God spoke to Israel and said, Jacob, Jacob, combination of these two words, let's go beyond it. I'm the God, the God of your father. Do not be afraid to go down to Egypt, for I will there make you a great nation. Okay, you see, it's a shift from what we heard about Isaac, his father, whom God, the Lord, did not allow to go down in Egypt, and he stayed. So it's not that... You stay, my father stayed, I do the same thing. You don't follow the example of your fathers as you heard me time and again pointing to the beginning of chapter 78. That's a big masturbating fallacy. You don't follow the example of your fathers. Here, Matthew 23 or your teachers, or it doesn't matter. 
you have to follow the teaching. Okay? Notice how Paul says, follow Christ and then follow me as I followed Christ. In other words, how did he follow Christ? Since he never met him. It's the teaching. The teaching. And very important, I'm underlining the passages that are important for us to absorb the biblical story. I will go down with you to Egypt and I will also bring you up again and Joseph's hand shall close your eyes. But let me repeat verse 3. I am God, the God of your father. Do not be afraid to go down to Egypt for I will there make you a great nation. It's amazing. Yes, I will posit you as a great nation there in Egypt. Notice how links to the fact that the children of Joseph from Asenath were Ephraim and Manasseh. And he took all his offspring with him at the end of verse 6, which in Hebrew, again, Zerah, wukol zaro'u ito, and all his offspring. Notice the stress on the Zerah, which is repeated in 7. And then, the text makes it clear by including all the names of the Zera. But their totality is one Zera. It's like a flock, remember. It's not this and that and that and that. You see, when you have a big family and you live long and then you have great-grandchildren, you start uh, following the Arab style. Son or daughter, remind me of your name. Now in America, they take you to court for that. Why should they? It doesn't matter. And that's what I like in scripture, where you have the change of name. No, but my mother called me by this name. I want to keep it and so on. Uh, American TV shows. They are disastrous for understanding scripture because they function differently. They function postmodernly that I am I that is I. I think thus I am. The most stupid statement I have ever heard. Why? Because in Hebrew and Arabic we don't have am. I, it's your I, and then we'll give it any name. And then in 19, interestingly again, because I mentioned Rachel earlier, the sons of Rachel, Jacob's wife, Joseph and Benjamin. Thus, these are his preferred children, because Rachel was his preferred. But listen to verse 20. And to Joseph in the land of Egypt, were born Manasseh and Ephraim, whom Asenath, the daughter of Potiphera, the priest of On, bore to him. 
And thus we have here the inclusion of the nations with the scriptural Israel. And 27, the son of Joseph were two older persons of the Jacob that came into Egypt were 70. Number 70 is very important in the Bible. It's seven, the godly fullness totality multiplied by 10, the human totality. Okay. And then Joseph made ready his chariot and went up to meet Israel, his father, in Goshen. And then in verse 22, and the men are shepherds. Re'e-son, this double word as we have it very early in Abel. For they have been keepers of cattle and they have brought their flocks and their herds and all they have. You know, to have also cattle besides sheep, you are rich. And if you have camels, you are even richer and richer. But the son is always very important. It is well known in the Middle East. It starts with the sheep, the son, the flock. Okay. And when Pharaoh calls you and says, what is your occupation? Notice how he's telling them. What is it that you do? It's not melaka, but uh, maase. It's a different word. And you will say, notice the importance of shepherdism. I stress that in my first comments. Okay. Your servants have been keepers of cattle from our youth even until now, both we and our fathers, in order that you may dwell in the land of Goshen. For every shepherd is abomination to the Egyptians. Okay? Very interesting, that last statement. He said that we have cattle, not sheep. Why shepherds are abomination to the Egyptians? Because they are technically anti-civilization. That's the bottom line, friends, and don't worry about the rest of theology. There is this tension between Egypt, the greatest civilization of those times, and shepherdism, and yet under Joseph, they were brought under one tent, which is the tent of the God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. Okay? That is the idea. But not to go and make digs in Egypt, you know, why they didn't like them because also they destroyed their... I mean, I remember the movie The Sheep Keeper with Glenn Ford and so on. The cattle in the Midwest don't like because the sheep destroyed the land and so on. And so on. Okay? But ultimately, Egypt is linked with civilization and the pyramid. You will hear this when the people went through the major cities, which are fortresses and so on. So please keep within the biblical story. That's very important, at least in my eyes. 
Okay, in 47, notice how the text moves back and forth to show you that the author doesn't want you to be rid of the fact that flocks are the essence. Notice, after he tells his father to say that he has cattle and not sheep herder all his life, in other words, at one point he became Mishir, so Joseph went in and told Pharaoh, my father and my brothers with their flocks and herds and all that they possess. Then in three, your servants are shepherds, Roeson. Notice this, the use of two words. Okay. Gam anahnu, gam abutenu. Thus we are, thus our father. And notice in four, he uses the verb gur, to dwell roaming around in the land. We have come to sojourn in the land, for there is no pasture, mir'e, from ra'a, for your servants' flocks. They don't have mir'e for the son, for the famine is severe in the land. And you know the story. The land of Egypt is before you. Hosheb from Yashab, okay, dwell in the land. Then 11, then Joseph settled his father and his brothers and gave them a possession in the land of Egypt. This is Ahuza. This verse confirms to you what I said earlier regarding this Ahuza. The possession is still a gift by Pharaoh through Joseph to them. It's not that they are theirs. They don't have a deed. That's the mentality of shepherdism. The Bible as Literature is a production of the Ephesus School Network.